Micah Checker, Micah Checker, Micah Checker. Hey, guy, I know that I'm, like, I was gone last week, but can I get a mic check? <laughs> mic check. Mic check, mic check, one, two, mic check. What is going on, guys? This is Rapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything, and I mean everything, from professional wrestling to friendships. And how much do you treasure yours? Because I treasure you. Hard face, smiley face emoji, baby. <laughs> same. Same? Same? Same-sies. You don't have your own, like, thing. You're just going to, like, piggyback off mine. I mean, I never thought of treasuring our friendship with emojis. Well, mine is hard face, uh, crying emoji... Uh, cool guy shades, cause obviously, obviously, obviously. But we're not here to talk about emojis. <laughs> we're not here to talk about smiley faces or hearts. We're here to talk about some wrestling. On that SoundCloud.com/slash Grapples apps, that's Grapples the number two. two. Apples don't like that SoundCloud. We're also on that Apple Podcast or that Google Play Music. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you are listening. Rumors in my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Boy is back from his vacation. Oh, with my little monkey moomoo. That was adorable. Vacation. Yeah, my vacation. That's so cute. I hate you. The very sensual. The very, very tight. Mister Sunglasses at Night himself, yeah, boy, Shades joined for the first week in a well, not in a row. Huh? <laughs> for the first week, not not even this year. We're back together. My hetero life mate. Tell him who you is. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Mr. Thrill. Senor. We have a little bit of non-WWE news. A bit. Absolutely no WWE news. Negative. Some <laughs> Raw, Smackdown, and some Wednesday Night Wars, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, kerfuffle. Uh, kerfuffle, that's my favorite word in the world, I love it. Some Predicciones. For the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Yes, sir. But before I even ring the bell, yes, I want to do something that we haven't done in a while. Okay. I want to shout out our guy, Alan, hey. on Facebook. Yes. My guy, yes. Alan. Yes. For always sharing our podcast. Every week. Every Without week. Without fail. Alan, baby, in Tampa, the kids, your wife, we love you. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for spreading the word, the, the gospel. That's right. Of grapples to apples, of shades and the poetarian, will the thrill, uh, Shakespearean candidate, whatever you need him to be, baby. That's who he is, because that's what he is. That's right. Just like Alan is Tampa boy. <laughs> Alan is Tampa boy. Man, Alan, in honor of you, let's ring that bell. All right. So in terms of news. As Shade said, there's not much on the WWE side. Actually, there's none on the WWE side. Not much on the non-WWE side. Um, but there's some 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 gristle. Some gristle. Some gristle. So first, little a little appetizer. Nick Aldis announced for Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, which is you know not too surprising. Him and Marty have been working a program together. Um, it's really cool to see Nick Aldis bring his World Championship to Ring of Honor and see how that relationship continues to grow. Well, and not just the World Championship. 
the NWA. The NWA World Championship. I'm sorry. This is, this is a, it's right. a big deal. You're right. You're right. Uh, it's interesting to, to see him put that, you know, bring that over to the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. So, good for him. And I'm interested to see how New Japan, I mean, not New Japan, uh, NWA and Ring of Honor's relationship continues to grow from here. So, if it does. So, so let me ask you a question. Thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, Beam and Monster, a no-go. Second, um, <laughs> I tried to tell you. This Supercard yes. is going to be happening during WrestleMania weekend in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Just like last year, we had the ROH Supercard, um, the G one, the ROH New Japan G one Supercard. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Japan is not involved in this Negative. whatsoever. Negative. Why do you think that is? Do you think because the Elite is no longer like? I mean, the Elite wasn't part of the Supercard last year, Correct. so like, why not just have the same? Um, well, their relationship pretty much fell off after the Supercard. Um, I know were they, were they against the whole um, Enzo and Cash jump jumping the barricade? So I know there was there was, I guess rumors that New Japan was very unhappy with that whole uh, Enzo and Cass barrier thing, and mm-hmm. they were all apparently none too pleased with that whole thing. Yeah, right now it's just I, I looked it up on um, Wiki, mm-hmm. and it just says promotion Ring of Honor. No, yeah. no, no uh, NWA. Um, There's no cross promotion here. Is NWA still the nationally res- yes. the National Wrestling Alliance? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Because you know how TNA took the whole NWA TNA thing and they merged. Well, because TNA. they were well, yeah. It, I mean, but NWA and TNA were working together. It oh. was its own thing. Super Supercard of Honor has been going on for since '06. So yeah. yeah, like I okay. I thought this is just a one time. Thing between New Japan and no, 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 no. The G One Supercard was the one time thing. I'm looking at it now, yeah. But but they've been doing the Supercard of Honor for years. <sighs> MSG, we were there. We were there. That we was were, one night. I man. was there. I, I I'm pretty sure I stood and yelled Rainmaker with my hands out like a lunatic. Yeah. Let's not go over that again. I like Okada. I'm an Okada. No, no, but Okada, Okada be my man, Jay White. I'm such an man. Okada fanboy. I didn't even realize it. I love Okada. I didn't realize how much of an Okada fanboy I was until we were watching um, Wrestle Kingdom. Which one? Night one. No, uh, this year. This year. I'm sorry. This year. Yeah. Well, I, night one this year was the only yeah, two nights. Where I was just like, I was just Okada, 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 Okada. I was like, I'm such a fanboy. I knew I was a fan. I didn't realize I was a fanboy. Before we continue, <coughs> Okada or Osprey? Osprey. Oh, without Osprey. a doubt. Without, no without, hesitation. No hesitation. In terms okay. of my favorite... Osprey. In terms of if you had to book a match, Okada. Like to win? Yeah. Between Osprey and Okada? Yeah. If you put them one on one in a match, who am I booking to win? It's going to be Okada all day. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me who's my favorite wrestler between the two, it's going to be Will Osprey all day. So, okay. So if you ask me the same thing between Jay White and Tetsuya Naito, you know who it is already. Naito. Tranquilo. <laughs> my boy Naito. Anyway, continue with the news. My bad. It's all right. Uh, so. Supercard of Honor, Nick Aldis will be there. Probably something to do with Marty. We'll see. Uh, Kota Ibushi. Mm. Okay. So, today actually, or yesterday as the time of your listening to this, because this the is going up on Saturday. The 24th of January. As of the 24th of January, New Japan is here in the States doing their New Japan, the New Beginnings Tour, the New Beginnings USA Tour, starting in Tampa, Florida. No, uh, no, not Tampa, St. Petersburg. Tampa. Tampa Jays. It's the same thing. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, Alan. Um, <laughs> uh, 
so they're I think they're running what five shows over the next seven days. Uh, oh, that's eight days because it ends on February first. Thirty. Uh, thirty. Yeah. So it's seven days. Okay. It's uh twenty fourth to the first of February. Right. So, on these shows we have a bunch of ten man tags, eight man tags, a few like big main eventos. But Kota Ibushi was booked, I think, every night of the tour, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, hold on one. Un momento, por favor. I'm working on my Spanish for you, baby. <laughs> one, two, uno, dos, tres. Yeah, Cuatro. he's booked on every night of the, every of ni- the tour. Every night of the tour, yeah. Uh, the American tour, except um, the first. Except uh, for the February. last night of the, sh- of the tour. Except February 1st. So, now New Japan has going to have to figure out something else. Because it turns out Kota Ibushi is going to be missing the tour with a case of type 1 influenza, which is the flu for Yes, for you us. non-medical people out there. I am in the medical field, so I know what influenza is. You, know you work in dialysis for like, what, a year? Yeah, but I did both. So <laughs> I know the flu, E. coli, and stuff like that. I could read a, I could read a, a manuscript. Apparently, there's four different types of influenza, A through D, which I had no idea. I knew that, of course. Yeah, sure. Okay, so tell, tell us more, Doctor. Um, type A mm-hmm. is um, the regular, the flu. Right. Uh, type B uh-huh. is the best. <laughs> type C is kind of cool. <laughs> and if you got type D, damn, you're done. Like <laughs> uh, not quite. <laughs> type A... Uh, in terms of just like where you can find it, type A would be well, what you would see in animals, humans. Um, it's like the most common one. Yeah, it's like B is only in humans. Uh, C is mostly in humans, but can be in dogs and pigs. And then D is only in cattle. You said dogs and pigs, and I said meow. Yes, I, I was going to let you slide. Yeah, but the ma- I, I know for a fact <laughs> the microphone picked it up. And I was like, nah, they're not going to catch the shades. <laughs> Ain't no way. Uh, so yeah, so Kotobushi has the flu, so he's not gonna make it to the tour for the tour because we don't want a CM Punk incident of him pooping in the middle of the ring mid match. So this begs the question: Night two, you have Okada versus Taichi in uh, Sapporo, Japan. Mm. Who do you have fill Kota's shoes? Because Will's still hurt from the uh, whole um, right. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naito, it doesn't make sense to, to pencil him into this. Right. So you have Tanahashi, night one, you have tonight, technically, Friday night, um, for those listening tomorrow. You have uh, Taguchi Japan, Tanahashi, um, and Finn Juice. Mm. So who, who, who do you have? Do you have Yoshihashi do it um, throughout the whole, like, uh, tour? Because night three, I believe, you have Yoshihashi and Kota on the same team. So then you need to put Tanahashi back on the team. Like, like, like how do you do this? You're just repeating nights uh, three and one. Kota getting sick, I mean, this is, it's new beginnings. It's, it's not, let's, let's not make it like it's um, Sakura Genesis yeah, this isn't exactly or big, this um, isn't Dominion. Dominion or uh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom or anything right. like that. But you with, with this tour does it's supposed to bring more american eyes, eyes on the, the product yeah, right so Kota abushi is arguably one of your uh top talent well, i don't say talent like that uh top talent why um 
you can't do anything about him being sick, but like does Tanahashi extend his American tour? Because he's not. I mean, the headline for the first night in Japan, second night in Japan, all the nights in Japan rather, don't have Tanahashi. So why not just have Tanahashi? do what uh abushi's doing because he's your ace he's right. he's he's mr new japan right so why not have tanahashi do what Koda's doing mm-hmm. have um Koda fill in and then you have yoshihashi fill in for tanahashi and that way you have your um uh, your complete teams because i believe the first night which is tonight again uh rocky romero is supposed to be on the team so uh that's gonna suck um, anyway, after that, it's four man, four man. F- was it four man, three man, four man? Right. Uh, Somewhere though. Uh, three man. Yeah, yeah. So it's three man, four man tag team. Because it's Koda and Tanahashi versus God on the third, no fourth night. So you have Yoshihashi and Tanahashi face God. So what I've noticed that they've been booking Abushi as if he's part of Chaos. A lot of his matches have been tagging with Chaos members. A lot of involvement with Chaos. Uh, Finjuice is Chaos, no? No. They're their own, their own thing. Finjuice... Because I, I've never heard of Taguchi Japan. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, one of their lesser-known factions. I mean, out of Chaos... Um, I was going to say Rapunzel. Chaos, K. L.I.J. And uh, Suzuki Goon. Suzuki Goon, and then... Those are the main four. And then uh, Taguchi Japan. Japan. Ooh. Oh, yeah. hold on. Let me let me look at this Taguchi Japan thing. Of course, our uh, Ryuki Taguchi's in there. Oh, he's the leader. Yeesh. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm like it's Taguchi. So yeah, I mean it would be Taguchi Japan. Yeah, this is like definitely the lesser known of the factions because I didn't even. I thought um, uh, Taguchi was with um, what the heck is his name? The the walking meme. <laughs> what? The the guy who whips the, the, the turnbuckle off every, like, every... Oh, Yano? Who? A Toriano? Yano, yeah, okay. I thought that, like, like they were a tag team, and then, like, that that was, that's it. Oh, you're doing it straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you a baller. Baller, baller. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Not again. Um, so, so that's my thought, is if they've been booking Ibushi to be, like, a pseudo-member of Chaos, just find someone else in Chaos who's not doing anything. What's Goto doing? He's actually fighting in Japan. Oh, okay. He's, um, he's facing... Uh, give me a second. I will pull it up. I just had it open. I mean, if you're going to have... Rocky Ro- Goto versus uh, Shingo Takagi. Well, if you're going to have Rocky Romero in a match, might as well put, you know, Mikey Nichols in a match or Robbie Eagles. I mean, Robbie doesn't normally work matches unless he's doing tag stuff with Will Ospreay. Because it's not sexy enough. It's not... Like, would you rather watch Tanahashi? But what else are you going to do? I mean, I know know that you're biased, but would you rather watch Robbie Eagles or Tanahashi? Tanahashi. Tanahashi, to me, is is the macho man of New Japan. I mean, in terms of, like, star power Tanahashi, in terms of what I'd actually want to watch, I'd rather watch Robbie Eagles. But... Really? I don't like... I find Tanahashi super boring. Bro, I I don't understand... Like, when... When I was on my uh, on my vacation, Mm. and you and the, the suburban boys were talking about Tanahashi, and how everything's, like, uh, scripted and, like, to a T, I was like... Macho Man was the same exact way, and we love him for that. Why don't you guys like Tanahashi? I, I, I love Tanahashi. I can't. I can't. Tana's beyond boring to me. Ah, man. I don't know. 
He feels so super cheesy and hokey. And, like, his whole air guitar makes you want to punch him in the face. Look past that and, and look at the... Re- Come on, man. How long have we been friends? How long have you been watching wrestling? Look at the wrestling skill. Like no, the for skill. sure. He's got the goods. I respect what the man can do in the ring, but for me, he bores me. He doesn't get my engine going. He doesn't make me want to watch his matches. I don't care about his matches. Mm-hmm. Every match I've ever seen is because either it's, like, required viewing or is because he's growing up against a wrestler that I do care about. I, Tana does nothing for me. I understand. I told. I promise you. I understand his significance and the relevance and what he's done for New Japan and what he means to New Japan pro wrestling and professional wrestling as in general. I get it. I totally get it. I promise you. I do. Just not my bag. Just I can't. I don't know. He he bores me to tears. I find Robbie Eagles more entertaining. I I'm, <laughs> and that's where we disagree. Maybe. And, and I'm, I'm being a little. I'm being a little over the top. I'm being a little. You're being you know, a lot over the top. Sylvester Stallone and over the top. Stop. But at least Robbie Eagles gives me something new to look at. But he's boring. You said it on like we were watching Wrestle King. You're like, God, man, Robbie Eagles is not <laughs> like entertaining. I, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. At least he's flippy. You know, if he's got that going for him. You know your stance on spot monkeys. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Mr. Mrs. Will Osprey. I mean, I'm not Vader. I'm not sitting here talking about like how you know flippy stuff is the worst. I like flippy stuff. I'm very flippy. If I was if I was like not a hundred thousand pounds and a wrestler, I'd be Don't a fucking wrestler. My friend like that, I'll stop <laughs> I would definitely be more of an Osprey than like a a big show uh, if I could. I always thought I'd be flippy, and I was like, nah. Look at all the guys that like all the wrestlers that I love. Uh, Chris Benoit, uh, Crispin, 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 Kurt Angle. Um, Bret Hart technicians that makes sense like, I, I'd be a technician the majority of my favorite wrestlers growing up have always at least had some some element of flippiness Jeff Hardy yeah that's it <laughs> it was either like and then, and then there was like the cool fact like Undertaker was super cool I thought Too Cool was super never, cool never thought Undertaker was cool really I thought Taker never. was like the epitome of cool. my mother loves Undertaker. Jason I, loves Undertaker. Me, I taught myself how to do the eye roll because of the Undertaker as like a little kid. Respected, I uh, respected Mark Calloway and Undertaker for everything that he's done, but I was like, nah, don't care. What? Nah, don't care. There was nothing he could do wrong in my eyes. Whether it was Ministry, Ministry of, of Darkness, Darkness was garbage. What? Garbage. What? Didn't like it. Especially when they came uh, became the corporate ministry with uh, Shane and Vince. I can, okay, f- granted, the corporate ministry that was, was that a was, farce. That was garbage squared. I, I, okay, okay, hold on. F- granted, the corporate ministry was a farce. But the Ministry of Darkness was so freaking cool. Like he had nothing but jobbers around him. He had the acolytes. That's it. That's it. If you say Midian, I'll slap you. <laughs> if you say Viscera, I'll slap you twice. Well, hold on, time out. Viscera, what, did, not Viscera, did not Viscera main event... Did he not have a title shot? Did he not win King of the Ring? No. Viscera, at no. some point, no. at some point, no. was a main eventer. No. Viscera was not. Mabel was. It's the same guy. No. Same same actor playing him. Same wrestler playing him. Two different gimmicks. Ministry, Ministry of Darkness was... Man, man keep, go- keep going on with the news, because we're going we're gonna to argue about the Ministry being bad. Talk about not, talk about Their theme song was lit, though. Get, their theme song was lit. I ain't going for it. How can you disrespect the Undertaker like that? I, can't, I don't understand this type of... He's just speaking Latin. 
I was like, we, we did that to a friend once. Like we were like we were uh, reciting the Ministry of Darkness's um, lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And we were telling them we we're putting the hex on them, and he like they freaked out and hung up the phone. To me, oh my god, it's so god, they're so cool. It's all just gibberish. So cool. And like the brood was sort of ministry, but not ministry. But they, they were ministry adjacent. Yeah, they were ministry adjacent. But the brood was so cool. I love the brood. I mean, they came out in a ring of fire. I, hold on, I like Edge Christian Gang Garel Brood. I did not like Hardy Boys Brood. Brood. Oh, whoa, 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 that doesn't count. That's not. That a was thing. the new brood. That's not a thing. We don't. That's like talking about the new rockers. Exactly. That's not a Yeesh. thing. That's not a thing. Get out of here with that. Again, continue with the news, man. We got we got a lot of <laughs> sorry, wrestling sorry, to go sorry. over. Sorry. So yeah. Coda out. Moving on. Now, the big story last week was Tessa Blanchard. There was a for lot two of reasons. There was a lot of big stories last week that uh, Shades missed out on, and oh, I, yeah. I'm sitting there listening to you in Canada, and I'm just like, "Thrill, please listen to me." I'm, I'm just talking to you while listening to us on, on, on SoundCloud. I'm just like, "This, this, 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 this." And I'm just like, "He can't hear me." He can't me. hear me. <laughs> and I can't bring it up the next week because it's just, it's just old news now. But two of the big stories last week last week was Tessa winning the Impact World Championship and Tessa the day coming before out that, as a bully slash racist. Correct. So of those two stories, a little update on both. What's Impact doing with Tessa as the new world champion? They put her in a nonsense program with Ace Austin and Taya Valkyrie, so now all three champions are fighting each other. So, uh, Ace Austin is the X Division champion. Taya Valkyrie is the knockout champion. Correct. And Tessa is the women's. The, the, the world champion. Oh, excuse me. World champion. Yeah, I forgot. It's going to take me some time to get used to so, calling yeah. Tessa the world heavyweight champion. Tessa came out talking smack. Then Taya Valkyrie came out and she was like... You, and Okay, so I'm glad... That, uh, I forgot that we, I actually wanted to bring this up. You and I spoke about this in terms of when to put the belt on Tessa. Yes. You and I both thought she needed to pick up some wins... In other divisions before she hit the main you mean event, the female division, knockout and or the X division, she went for the title shot for the X division and lost. Yes, and then went straight to the main event scene, which made no sense. But she was always beefing with like, Sammy Callahan. And right, right, right. Whole, the, like, the whole Sammy Callahan group. thing has been going on for a while. Him and what, his crew. Do you know what their group's name is? I don't even know if they have a name. I just know it's him, Madman Fulton, and um, what's the other dude's name? Madman Fulton's not the tall guy, right? Yeah, it is. The That's tall a dude guy. who choke slammed her. Like choke slammed her to hell. Yeah, yeah. That uh, she she was like no mas. Go, I'll, um, I'll I'll figure this out. So, Taya Valkyrie. So again, so this reinforces why you and I both had that same sentiment. Because Taya comes out and she's like, "You're the world champion," blah blah blah, talking so much smack that you're the top of the promotion, but you didn't even beat me. You couldn't beat me. Mm-hmm. Because Ty is the longest running knockout champion in history. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. And so Ace Austin comes out and he's like, you couldn't beat me for the X Division Championship. But that's a ladder match. It doesn't matter. They're both right. Then, they're, I, and Ty why, has more of a leg to stand on because it was a singles sure. match. But for sure. Ace Austin doesn't because it was a ladder match. I'm sorry. Ladder match, if you lose the title on the ladder match, uh, you didn't get beat. But the point is that she didn't beat him. So how can she say she's top of the heap if there are other people who she couldn't beat? Mm-hmm. And that was 100% my point. You and I both agreed. She had to pick up big wins in the knockouts division and maybe even in the X division so that when she becomes the world champion, it feels like she deserved to be the world champion. 
not just because she happened to beat Sammy Callahan, who happened to be the world champion at the time. So their their group is Ohio versus everything. That's what it's called. O V E. Thank you. I don't know why. Like it's one of those things where, like, when I hear it, I know it. But it's, uh, Sammy Callahan, out. Dave Christ, Jay Christ, and Madman Fulton. There you go. And Jay Christ was a former X Division champion. Yes, he yeah. lost the belt in the um, the ladder match, right? Correct. So that so they they come out and that's what they're doing now. And I'm like, what is the like? Why would you do this? I I don't like that they're literally um, handcuffing all their singles champions into one program. Because what what is what is Ace Austin going to do? He's going to fight Tessa, who's who's known to uh, go at it with the guys. Mm. And Taya Valkyrie, who hasn't had a singles match against a guy before? Like, what, what are they going to do with that? Well, the way that they did it was Ace and uh, Taya were jumping Tessa. And then someone came out and, and, and helped her out, and there was like a two-on-two kind of thing. Somebody helped Tessa? Yeah. Oh. Well, it was more about going after Ace Austin than it was about saving Tessa. No. Because uh, Tessa's, Tessa's getting a lot of enemies. So, and now, that's a good segue. Enemies. Got a lot of enemies. So, it turns out that Tessa Blanchard decided what's the only way to make this situation worse make it worse myself so on twitter on the it looks like on the 19th of january allison k aka sienna she was one of the the main people involved in the controversy calling out tessa blanchard is, as is racist. sienna um signed to impact still or is she um i don't think so like, in, like an indie type uh wrestling? i think she's just working indie shows right now okay so she put out a tweet saying, quote, I said what I had to say, so I'd love to move on. But I just got several messages about Tessa Blanchard trying to spread lies. Unfortunately for you, I built my 11-year reputation on being respectful. Instead of owning up to your mistakes, you lie, scheme, and prove you haven't changed. And then added screenshots of oh, text no, no, messages. They're not, called, they're not called screenshots. Those are called receipts. She pulled up the receipts. She pulled up receipts of people texting her saying... Uh, blank name just called me to ask your number she wants to talk to you apparently Tessa is trying to dig up dirt on you mm-hmm. to which she replies of course she is that doesn't surprise me at all so and so yeah because she was so exposed so she's like a bleeping comic book villain who wants to get revenge this is n- <sighs> this is not moves that in a innocent person makes. 100%. Tessa looks more guilty now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Before, it was just like, all right, there ain't no real receipts to... Right now, it's just hearsay. It's, it's she said, she said. Mm-hmm. But you're posting screenshots of Tessa trying to dig up dirt on the girls that, like... The women, excuse me, that, uh, like, brought this to the forefront and, like, put, put it into the light. Tessa looks bad right now, man. So there's more. There's more to this. Oh, there's more. There's a second receipt, as you call it. Now, I'm not entirely sure who this conversation is between, but someone then forwards over to Allison K. Says, hey, blank, are you close with Allison? Responded, yeah, what's up? And then there's a screenshot of a different conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to convince an Impact employee to talk to you about Allison K. Apparently, she has a huge bully in TNA. He won't talk to me because the link would be apparent, but he is thinking of talking to someone else. Would you be interested? And then the original person says, I got this DM. I think Tessa is trying to shop stuff to take her down. To which the person says, I'll give her a heads up. Thanks. For sure, the timing just seems off, and I've never heard of her being a bully from anyone. 
this looks bad on Tessa. This looks bad on Impact. Mm-hmm. Because Impact gave like, they they green lighted her to be the they green lit her to be the the Impact champion. The face like, of she's the company. She's your face ex- stole stole it right from my mouth. Yep. She's the face of your company right now. This looks really bad. This looks and right now there's no way to reconcile this at all. Tessa's one the whole um it, it's it's bad enough she had the whole bullying thing. Mm-hmm. And then she had the whole uh, spitting in the face of an African American like superstar and while calling her the N word, while calling her the N word. Again, it's all hearsay. All hearsay. There's no actual. There's no video evidence. There's no photographic evidence. No audio. There's no audio. There's nothing. So it's. She said. She said. He said. She said. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have receipts of people uh, messaging was Allison K. Allison K and somebody else. About Allison K and to Allison K, yeah. That Tess is trying to dig up dirt on her. Why would a innocent person dig up dirt at all? She was better off. I mean, have you heard anything besides Tessa Tessa doing this about the whole Tessa incident? No. It kind of like died down a little bit. Why have this, have more eyes on this? Why Why bring this to the light again? She's dumb. Tessa's dumb. Tessa's dumb and she's arrogant. That's the problem. She's dumb and she's arrogant. You're Tully Blanchard's daughter. You're not Ric Flair's daughter. Mm. You're not Arn Anderson's daughter. Mm. Tully's a good... He, he was good in his time, but... She milks their, her whole family. Magnum T.A. being her... Uh, godfather. Her godfather. Like, everything. Her finishing move is called the Magnum. Yeah. Like, she really milks her, her family lineage. Which is hilarious, because how many wrestlers try to stay away from that stuff so they can stand out on their own? I mean, Rachel Evers uses her name Rachel Evers instead of using... Um, her father's last name. I don't know who Rachel Evers' father is. What is um AOP's former manager? Oh um, damn it! Uh, give me a second. Uh, Legion of Doom and mm-hmm. um, if Jason was here, he would he would say right off the bat because he knows Ellering. Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering. Damn it! How did I not realize that? I love Paul Ellering. So she would wrestle as Rachel Evers. To stay away from... From the Rachel Ellering thing. From Rachel Ellering. She uses Ellering once in a while to get bookings because that's big, the easiest big way to get booking. To that. But I mean, Paul Ellering wasn't a... Res- uh, he wasn't a big wrestler, but he was a, but he's a major name. manager. He's a name. And, and, you know, once you have a certain name, it's an easy way into the industry. I mean, you say Paul Ellering, you think of Road Warriors. For sure. You know? So, I don't know. Tessa... Have you ever seen that? I'm sorry, but we're going off track. I'm going off track. Have you ever seen that SummerSlam in Wembley Stadium, where uh, I've only seen the main event because you know how iconic that match is. Well, Bret Harper's Bulldog, right, for the IC Championship. Crazy. You know, Bulldog was high on like meth or not meth, um, heroin or crack. It was like like a major drug at the time. Jesus. And and Brett had to carry him through that match, and it was still like I was going to curse. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. Paul Ellering. And uh, the Road Warriors, um, Legion of Doom, took on uh, IRS, uh, Money Incorporated, IRS and Ted DiBiase and that. Mm-hmm. And they came out with the, uh, the little puppet on their motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And the the promo for that 
I, I still love thinking about that promo. Go yeah. back and watch that. I will, I will check that out. I will check that out. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Tessa's... I don't know what that girl's got to do to get her head out of her anus. But, like, you, you are now currently the Impact World Champion. We're right here. We're right here today, man. We are right here today. You are currently the face of an organization. Mm-hmm. You have the right to claim history as the first woman to ever be the main champion of any promotion. Except Sexy Star. Uh, Except I, 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 that's when I was arguing with you on, on um, on what you call it, Sexy Star won the... Well, I, I the said on the show. I yeah, said that well, she you were like, you didn't, you weren't sure about it. Because I, re- I remember her winning it, but then I also try to forget everything that she's ever done because she's a horrible uh, human scumbag, being. yeah. Um, but Sexy Star won the Lucha Lucha Underground Underground main championship. So she has like the distinction of the only one who's at least acknowledged in the wrestling industry because no one acknowledges Sexy Star. Main North American champion. Yeah. And so like you gotta be better than this. Yeah. Absolutely. At some point you gotta grow up understand your position in the industry. Mm -hmm. Forget your company. Mm -hmm. Your status in the industry and grow up. I mean, we voted her best female wrestler of, of the, the year. year, and which which is justified. Yeah, but she like, had a a, a, a fantastic year. Down, fantastic year. But, but when you see when we see things like this, it's like, does she really deserve that honor? And I'm we're, we're a little unknown like podcast, but yeah. like I, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. You know, it's like when I think about wrestling, it's just like technician and, and, and promos and this and all this. All like Storytelling. Storytelling, exactly. It's like, Tessa had all that, but then, like, I think about stuff like this and it's like, why did I vote for her? Like, she's, this is Bush, as you always say, this is Bush League. Like, yeah. like what are you doing yeah. to yourself? You're ruining your stock. Yep. Yeah. You could have gone to AEW or, um, or WWE after this, but, ah, WWE will still take you. Um, but, like, you're hurting your own stock, especially with stuff like uh, trying to dig up dirt on other other female wrestlers. Like, like so why? Here's the problem, though. While the people within the industry will look at her a certain way, unfortunately, wrestling fans do not care much about racism or other forms of prejudice. I, I, I'll have you know, when Tessa won the uh, Impact Championship, there was a lot of... Um, uh, backlash to Tessa winning and not because she's a woman but because the whole like allegations came out like mm. way to go impact um there's like I'm just like you know um yeah but that's two second like paraphrasing it's like oh uh way to go impact um reinforcing uh you know racism and all this other stuff and it's just like but, okay but that's dollar ninety nine two cent outrage doesn't mean anything look at Hogan I understand Hogan is not Tessa Blanchard. I, un- I understand I mean, Tessa not Hogan. I understand Hogan is like essentially a wrestling god. He is the name and person and face that people automatically think of when they think of professional wrestling, even if they're not wrestling fans. Not like the either. casual. If you go, Oh, do you know professional wrestling? Oh, you mean Hulk Hogan? I understand that. But this one example of how you can be a racist or a misogynist, a sexist in the wrestling industry, and at the end of the day, the fans will be outraged for a second, and they'll welcome you back with open arms. I don't... Uh, Hogan's ingrained in, like, wrestling fans' like brains forever. The only one I can think of who suffered long-term is JBL. 
once JBL's bullying came out full fledged a few years ago, mm-hmm. fans have like not relented. But when he, but then, but then, okay, so then I'll even renege on that because when he does like kickoff stuff, granted he's only like on the sidelines with like yeah, Sam not, Roberts or something. Fans aren't booing him. There's no fans in the building. That's why. Well, that's fair. But I mean, like, think about it. How many times has, has someone in the industry come out as being, you know, a piece of crap? I guess. And I mean, look at Enzo. Over it. Look at Enzo. People look at how many Enzo. Per- Perfect example. People still love Enzo. People love Enzo. Mm-hmm. Oh, they should bring him back. Oh, so and so just signed Enzo. Mm-hmm. The guy's scum. Yeah, and that that it's so unfortunate. It bothers me so much about the about the wrestling community is that like we're all about inclusivity and blah blah blah, and we're losers, so we got to make sure that we take care of each other and blah blah blah. But then when someone is an outright horrible person. We'll be outraged for a minute, but yay, them. Come on, man. It's nonsense. If Tessa didn't tweet out this, hey, support women women's wrestling. None of this happens. None of this happens. It's all under the rug still. No one cares, blah, 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 whatever. Like, she shot herself in the, in the foot. Yeah, she unknowingly poked the bear. Yeah, she, un- she unknowingly stirred up the hornet's nest yeah. without, like... Without even trying. Without even trying. And it's it's sad. Because Tess is such a good talent, but... Such a talent. But, I mean... She's, she literally has the whole package. She's, she's just... She's got great promo work. She's got great in-ring. She's got the... She's, she's got, got the, the lineage. Look. She's got the good look. She, yeah. But, I, stuff like this... Great in-ring charisma. Like, she's got she's got everything you need to be to be a superstar in the, res, in the professional wrestling industry. Mm-hmm. But she's got to get her head out of her anus and grow up. She's still young. I mean, she's what 24, 25, something like, like that. that. Something she's, like that. She's still she's still young. There's there's also but you know what? Pains, but listen. But if you're old enough to tell Impact Wrestling, yes, I'll be your world champion, then you're old enough to get your head out of your butt. Why wouldn't you say yes? Yeah, she's twenty four years old. Why wouldn't you say, hey, if 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 you're Impact and you came to me and I'm like, twenty four years old, I want you to be the face. More money, more eyes on you, so on and so forth. Of course, they're going to say yes. But a mature person has to be able to reflect on themselves. And, and and decide whether or not they're up for such a thing. She's clearly not. She didn't think that this all was going to come out the night before her. You got to be better her, than this. Her, you gotta, her she got to be better than night. this. That's all I know. She's got to be. If you want to be a world champion, you got to be better than this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I we could talk about this all day. I think we can move on to yeah. Let's 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 move on because that pretty much wraps up the news for the week anyway. Ah, uh, we can move on to some a little bit of raw. Okay. Some highlights from Raw. Uh, Andrade versus Rey Mysterio in a ladder match. Had spots worthy of a pay-per-view. Great match, as usual. I mean, I don't think these, these guys can put on a bad match. Agreed. Uh, I think that they're done with this, though. Uh, if we're gonna, time being, at least. If we're going to go Rey Andrade again, like you said, uh, I think last week or the week before that. The hair versus mask match. Hair versus mask match. And you have Rey lose, give the mask to Dominic, and then Dominic takes on the mask. The only thing is... Which is not ready. Dominic's not ready. Nowhere near ready. Which is unfortunate, but you can push this off to the side and have... This thing's um, going straight through the cup, man. It's battery acid. <laughs> this That's thing fine. is going straight through the cup. Uh, you had Aleister Black facing another jobber, which is not something that I like. I want him to start facing off on like lower like card, mid-card talent. Okay. Not squashing them per se, but putting on a somewhat decent match. Okay. Because 
no one cares if you beat a jobber. Well, the whole point is, you know, the visual, the image of him looking good. That's the whole point of, of, of jobbers. You feed these guys so they can look good. Yeah, but you look even better if you face an actual named superstar. Who? Mojo? Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? He ain't doing anything. Uh, Zack Ryder. Kurt Hawkins. He ain't doing anything. Uh, no Way Jose. So, so anybody. No Way Jose. Literally no anybody. Jose. No. We had Brock Lesnar beating down Ricochet because... It was one kick. The guy kicked him in the midsection. That was oh, it. Wait, that was a beat down. What was that kick? I mean, he's a former UFC heavyweight champion. That kick, that he kick kicks, him, he kicks him in the stomach and Ricochet sells it like he kicked him in the, in the gonads. Goes like a sack of potatoes just holding yeah, himself. That's a, that's a beat down. Ricochet. I thought he was going to say, who are you? Who Brock was going to say? I thought Ricochet. Brock was going to say to Ricochet, I'm sorry, who are you? No. but That's, not, Brock's, that's not Brock's these. Should have, though. No, because that really hurts Ricochet. Not if Ricochet, not Ricochet. That's not that's not that wrestler. <laughs> not if Rakakin finds a way to like do something about it. If you could do a mini program and let him at least come out with one fluke victory, I, I said that Ricochet's eliminating Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've said this on, on oh, Facebook. Boy. I think Ricochet's eliminating Brock Lesnar. But okay. there's rumors that Brock Lesnar and uh, Kofi's getting. Kofi's going to eliminate Brock Lesnar. It's not going to happen. And they're going to rehash. It's not going to happen. Their, their Vince does not respect Kofi. It's not going to happen. He respect him enough to give him like an eight month title reign. So that was a respect. That was giving the fans what they want because the fans wouldn't relent. Mm. Look how quickly he dropped it in, in, in such a fashion. There was no one else to put the belt on. Brock shows up. All right, Brock, beat him in two seconds on SmackDown debut. Okay, bye. They hardly acknowledge him as a as a champ as a WWE champion. They acknowledge his, his tag team stuff way more. If it was up to Vince, he would have never been champion, I promise. Moving on to some of the who should be champion eventually. Drew McIntyre picking up another victory via disqualification over Randy Orton because AJ Styles and the OC came out and attacked uh, Drew McIntyre. I'm, I'm, again, this is literally a year too late having McIntyre like start to build momentum going into the Royal Rumble. Um, McIntyre was even hurt last year, so he couldn't even be in the Rumble. Uh, he was my he was my, my odds-on favorite to win it. Mm-hmm. This year, not so much. Um, sad. But... He deserves so much more respect. I like this whole uh, thing that they're doing with him, uh, keeping him in the whole AJ Randy Orton mix. I'm 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 cool with the three of these guys working together. Yeah, because these are three big names, who are kind of like, they're above the mid card belt, mm-hmm. but they're not the main event scene yet. Yeah, but just by name alone, like they sell. Yeah, so I'm cool with it. But I do wish Drew would get something better than this. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that this leads to something better. I agree. If it's in a, a, a singles title run with a U.S. title or uh, get like. Get thrusted into the WWE he title scene. Brock. He should be Brock clean with the Claymore. Multiple Claymores, but uh, with the Claymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three Claymores, whatever. But it should it should be him. We also have Becky Lynch taking on Kyrie Sane, who's back from her, her concussion. concussion. Uh, Becky Lynch is beating both of the Kabuki Warriors, which I don't like. I would have much rather Asuka come down. And Becky win by disqualification, which gives him a little bit more 
body right. to their their match at Royal Rumble. I mean, it's got plenty of body when you look at like the story they're telling. That Oscar's the only person Becky hasn't beat, and so Becky's looking to redeem herself and proving she... herself as the man by beating Oscar because she can't beat Oscar. Because in her run before or after or during the man, she's never been able to beat Oscar one on one. And I love that that's a story that they're telling. And I love that Becky's the one who's pushed for that story. Hmm. Because it makes sense. There's so much motivation for Becky there. For me, it's more like. Because I feel like it's a real motivation. I feel like it's a real storyline. Yeah, but this is if my... these are real fighters, that's something that, that that would totally be a thing. But this is my like for for our predictions. This is like my no brainer of the of the night. You know. Oh yeah. And I don't like that. What was yeah, that like two two or three pay per views ago? Where we were just like, you know what? This can go either way. Like mm-hmm. I was Hell in the Cell. No, it was the the pay per view after Hell in the Cell. Like you know what? This can go either way. But let's be real. From here until Mania, Becky's a lock no matter what she does. Yes, because I mean, you can go multiple angles with with Becky as opposed to any That's other what woman. I'm you have the Shayna Baszler thing. You have the Ronda Rousey thing. You have Becky's the walking Charlotte into thing. WrestleMania as champion. Is she walking out as champion? Remains to be seen. Different question. Um, speaking of walking out as champions, man. Ah. Uh, this has been uh, broken down by like other podcasters and YouTubers and, uh, and analysts, and they said that this is an actual good move, removing the tag team titles from the Viking Raiders I gotta hear and giving nonsense. it to... I don't have the exact like details to it. And giving it to um, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. And it's similar to what the Dark Order is doing. It's like they took this guy who couldn't beat Alistair Black in three matches... And then the next week, you put him in a tag team match, and now he's a champion. So Seth Rollins is building himself a little cult. I don't like that you have the Viking Raiders lose to Rollins and and Buddy Murphy. There are so many reasons why I hate this. And? So many reasons why I hate this. Well, explain. First of all, so the Viking Raiders, the, the reigning Raw tag team champions who are a legitimate tag team, who have been champions everywhere they've gone, are going to lose to this makeshift tag team with Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy in their first tag team match when they just aligned with each other last week? That doesn't make any... That makes no sense. Then, number two, Seth Rollins, as I just mentioned, and Buddy Murphy just aligned themselves together last week. Not in a match. Not as in a tournament. No, just Buddy Murphy interfered. Now he's part of their crew. And so they get a, a, a tag team title match. How does that make any sense whatsoever? You have a laundry list of tag teams in your in your on your show, on your brand. And none of them get a title a title match, but just because Bernie Murphy is friends with Seth Rollins now, they get a title match? That's what? Does it make any sense? And then the third thing that, that really, like, irks me about this whole thing is you have a faction that includes Seth Rollins, who's, like, a main event guy, top guy. You have now Buddy Murphy, who's your cruiserweight guy, striker guy. And then you have AOP, a tag team. 
instead of building your faction where your tag team, I don't know, they're the tag champs, you put the tag belt on the other two guys who are singles competitors who were thrown together a week ago? It just... I don't... It's just dumb. It there's. It's like how many different ways can you insult your fans? How many different ways can you insult AOP, the Viking Raiders, and the tag division as a whole? My issue with this is there was no build-up to None. Seth and Buddy taking the belts off of the Viking Raiders. That's ex- what I'm talking except about. Except for the fact that they helped Kevin Owens and Samojo. That's it. That that warrants a tag team title match? That's what I'm saying. I don't like that Seth and uh, Buddy Murphy are the tag team champions. You could I have had... It. I hate it. You could have had AOP, the Apostles of Pain, because he's the... He's Monday the, Night Messiah. Why not? Why not the Apostles of Pain? Why not have Bunny and Seth march down AOP as AOP win the tag titles? Mm-hmm. In dominant fashion. Ow, no, no, no. Not dominant fashion. Dominant only because Seth and Buddy Murphy are interrupting and interfering the entire match. Anytime the, the Viking Raiders try and get any momentum going, they get up on the apron and interfere. They do something, yeah, they do I'm... that way. So that this faction looks like a faction that you can't mess with. Because... You can't beat him in the ring, and you can't beat him out the ring. Yeah, but then you have that, like that, the whole like the the stupid ref kicking them out of ringside thing. You know, if it's if it's done quickly enough and well enough, no, that's not a thing. So you have AOP distract the ref and then attack uh, Eric or Ivar, and basically turn this into two one handicap, two on one handicap match. I'd see that, but again, why give Rollins and 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 Buddy Murphy. I have no idea. The titles. I have no idea. I cannot for the life of me think of any legitimate reason why this is a good idea. It's a it's a stat pad for Seth Rollins basically. I saw the other day on Facebook it was like he's now a four uh, he has four different tag title reigns with four different partners something like that. Well, he was tag team champion with Seth, Roman with Roman with Braun. Braun. Yeah, for like a day. Remember. And then that led to the the first match where the tie titles were on the yes, line. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. And then they fought each other for the... You're right. So it's um, Roman, Braun, Ambrose, and Buddy Murphy. Dumb. At least... Dumb. Two out of the four make sense. They were sh- shield. Dumb. Speaking of dumb, because we're moving on to, from, from the Monday Night Messiah to... Uh, Bobby Lashley and Lana taking on Rusev and Liv Morgan in is uh, how long has this been thing been going on? About two months, maybe longer. Maybe longer. I want to say three or four months. And of course, the heels end up on top again. Bobby Lashley beat Rusev last week. Fine. Do you think that? Rusev and and Liv Morgan will go over this week? You would think so. No, you're wrong. Lana and Bobby Lashley go over again in a storyline that just simply needs to die. But it's unfortunate that if it does die here, I think that's... Well, the heels just went over. Heels are not supposed to go over at the end. No, they're not. It's just so dumb. 
And then finally, I mean, we're not in order here, but Matt Hardy coming back, finally coming back, just to get jobbed out to Ro- uh, to Rowan. Poor Matt Hardy comes out doing everything that he's ever done in his career. He comes out, he does the guns, he does the version one, then he does delete. Like, he's, like, he's cycling all of his, like, hand gestures from his entire career. And I'm like, such a creative mind. Just to get buried. Just by to Rowan. get buried by a guy with a cage. I mean, I've read I've read articles about like Rowan and, and the whole uh, the cage thing. It's like if they don't reveal what's in the cage soon, no one's gonna care. No one already cares. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I think it's funny when jobbers like try to steal the cage and run off, and then like he catches them. Sure, a little entertaining, but for the most part, I'm just like, uh, don't D-U-M-B, This is really dumb. You sound like Aziz and Sorry. I just thought the same thing in my head too. I was like, why does like Aziz and Sorry just now? So let's move on to our our favorite segment of the week, the Wednesday Night Wars. Who uh, AEW for the second week in a row? No, it's more than second two it's weeks in a row. In a row? But uh, I saw somebody like somebody did the, the the actual math of the ratings war. And I think it's like 16 to 2 in favor of AEW. And the only two weeks that uh, NXT won was the week before Survivor Series and the week after Survivor Series. Right. Which is also the weekend of their takeover. Okay. So, uh, AEW wins again because we like to talk about, you know, the ratings. Mm -hmm. But a interesting stat is that AEW was down 69,000 viewers this week. Really? And NXT was up 69,000 viewers this week. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. But it doesn't make a difference because AEW outpointed uh, them, outscored them, outviewered them by almost 200,000 again. Yikes. So AEW is running away with the ratings war. And this week, everybody kept saying that this this episode was pre-recorded, which is not true. This episode was not pre-recorded. It was actually taped live from the Jericho Cruise uh, Rockin' Rager at, at Sea uh, Part Du. Um, let's let's talk about the the entire show as a whole, and then let, I, I'll let's talk about like things that I did not like. Hello? Starts off, Hangman, Adam Page, <laughs> and Kenny Omega taking on SEU for mm-hmm. the AEW Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. Starts off the show, somewhat long match. I mean, think, I think in terms of uh, showtime, at least a half hour. In match, terms though. of like, oh no, I mean, it was... Very good match. In my opinion, best match of the week. Uh, but... Did... Hangman, excuse me, Hangman, and Kenny need to win the titles to further Hangman's storyline with the Elite. I don't think so. I think you have Hangman lose, and then he's like, I can't win with you guys. I need to get out of here. So, upon watching how they executed this with the post-match celebration, I'm on board with the general booking idea, I don't like the timing of it. Explain. So, because I'm on board with you with the whole like, 
Hangman um, uh, celebrating in the crowd. He's not celebrating with mm-hmm. uh, Nick and Matt and exactly. Kenny in the ring. Exactly. I, I agree with that just to 100%. further himself further, uh, away 100%. from the, 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 uh, the elite. Mm-hmm. But explain the second half of your statement. It was too soon in terms of SCU were the, what, 60 days? Something like that? I, think, I, think, I believe it was 83 days. Not long. As a first reigning champion, then the first of the three first champions to lose the belt. I mean, everybody kept saying that Riho needs to drop the belt. And Rio's still champion. Jericho's still champion. Although Jericho was proven he deserves to still be champion. Like that that belt deserves to be on Jericho's we'll, waist. We'll, we'll get to Jericho a little later. But for SCU to be the first ones to win and the first ones to drop it, and they were the last ones to win their belts. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Jericho, then Riho, then the yeah, SCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said no and then yes, I am. So the timing just is off for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like SCU should have had the belts for a little longer before dropping it. I, I, In terms of the Hangman stuff and the Elite stuff, perfect. Yeah. In terms of SCU stuff, not a fan. I don't like that SCU is a casualty of war, That's Right, exactly. They lost these titles and it wasn't even about them. Yeah. It was more of the, what is Hangman and, and, and Kenny going to do after they win the belts? Right. And I mean, I've seen I've seen people say that uh, private party should take the belts off of SCU or um, that would have been. A I nice said hybrid, hybrid the theory too. What's uh, what's uh, hybrid two? Hybrid two. Um, no. They should have taken. I was like, no. no, they haven't won a match. Like no. they don't deserve anything. Private party would have been a nice passing of the torch, but I think they're gonna take it off of the Bucks whenever down the line. Because the Bucks have shown vested interest in the private party. I think the Bucks are going to have a long title reign one of these days. And I think Private Party is going to take it off of the Young Bucks. I'm not sold on Private Party yet, though. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. They are a watered-down Street Profits for me. Whoa, Nelly. More athletic. Entirely different wrestling style. Gimmick. Yeah, but these... If anything, Street Profits are watered-down versions of Private Party. All they do is walk around with a red solo cup in the crowd. These guys are like party people. They drink. Actual drinks. I mean... Yeah. The Street Profits have like one of my favorites. Like, we want the smoke. I understand that, but... Mm. Remove the blinders. Not the shades. Never the shades! Uh, So yeah, I'm a fan of how it played out. I'm just not a fan of, like you said, the SCUs as a casualty of war. People saying that this is a WWE move by AEW. Negative. Giving, Negative. Giving uh, uh, the elite. I, I'm going to call the elite because I'm not calling mm. Hangman and, yeah. and Kenny all the time. Uh, the elite, the tag titles. But it's, it's not about putting the titles on them. It's about the story that's being played out. But so most people don't care. I want to say most people don't care about the story. Most people don't want to sit through the story. They, they I feel like results. the people who, who are, are making that comparison, that complaint are people who are looking for reasons to, to, to jab at AEW. Because it's clear that this is a storytelling vehicle. As soon as they want Matt and Nick come out, and that's when uh, Hangman dips. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, this is not about you guys. Yeah, This is about me and Kenny. I, I You know what? I hope next week they, they touch on that. I hope they're like, when we win, 
Cody's not out there. Dustin's not out there. Arn Anderson's not out there. Why do you guys have to come out there? We won the titles. Why are you trying to steal like our thunder? Why are you trying to steal our moment? And that's the whole motive. That fa- that that's what they're doing. WWE would never do that. No, they would never do that. And long, the fact that this term is, booking doesn't exist. Exactly. Either. Last week when they had the four corners match and Kenny and and uh, and Hangman won. Again, the Bucks raised their hands, the four of them, and as soon as Hangman saw them do that, he put his hand down. Because, mm-hmm. again, they're stealing their moment. Hangman's been trying to stand out. Remember, his whole thing was, I'm the loser of the group. Mm-hmm. He's trying to win and trying to stand out. Which is true, because what did I tell you about Hangman when like when he was in Bullet Club? I was like, Hangman is the weakest member of the Elite. Until the chase over. The Elite, not Bullet Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're right, I'm sorry. You said Bullet Club, and so I, I just... Uh, Bullet Club, the elite. Yeah, yeah. So, like, his whole and story. Jiro Takahashi's the weakest member. Really? The Tokyo Pimp is. Tokyo Pimp is worse than Jin Chase? Yeah. And um, only because the double Z and the double E, that's it. Fair and we're not happy with him right now. No, so. he's uh, he's on my poop list. Um. So, yeah, the, the, the story that they're telling, that they're telling over weeks, this is going on for what? At least a month now, if not longer. When he, on that episode of BTE. When he was like, guys, I'm out of here. I know you don't watch BTE, but you yeah, know all the I, I, I don't. I don't watch BTE. I know the episode in question, but I, I want to see more than a month and a half ago. So this is something that they're building to. WWE would never do anything it's like this. It's a slow build, though. And, and that's New Japan style. But the problem is, like, American fans aren't used to slow builds. Is it, We wanted something different, right? Excuse me. When, when we packed out the Sears Arena... In Chicago for All In, we said we wanted something different. When we sold out that show in 30 minutes, we said we wanted something different. When All Elite became, uh, when AEW became their own promotion, and they sold out their first show in Washington, D.C., we said we wanted something different. Mm -hmm. This is something different. Okay, so it is something different, but it's also something that's similar to WWE. The only thing that's similar is the, the, the booking of putting the titles on these two guys. But the, the, the surrounding everything else is not WWE, like, at all. No, I mean, uh, l- l- let's move to the next match, for instance. Okay. Britt Baker, taking yeah. on the Priscilla debuting Kelly. Priscilla Kelly. Right. You have Britt Baker, who's been losing to Riho. Every opportunity she had at the Women's Championship, she's lost. Mm-hmm. And it's been building. It's been It's been a very slow build, very mm-hmm. slow build, very mm-hmm. slow build. And then she beats uh, Priscilla Kelly, mm-hmm. and Tony Schiavone's in the ring with her. Giving her an interview like, "Hey, you know, you used a little bit of dirty tactics by kicking yourself off the ropes to re um, was lockjaws her her finisher mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, to reengage the lockjaw. Uh, like, what do you have to say about that?" And Britt Baker needs to take a page from like uh, Adam Cole, baby, and like the, work on your promos, baby, mm-hmm. because it was it was like a. It was a heel, like it was a, a heel turn promo, mm. but it was, it was more of a, like a mean girls type thing where she's just <laughs> like, "Come on, guys, look look at me, I'm pretty, like I'm I'm the best female on the ro- the roster," mm. uh, and then she's just like running uh, running down on uh, Tony Schiavone, like, "Oh, you worked at Starbucks, so of course you're gonna ride AEW's coattails into um, uh, relevance again, and so on and so forth." Mm. The part that pissed me off the most is. Jim Ross, while while Burt Baker is doing her monologue, Jim Ross is like, we've heard enough of this. Let's cut to commercial. I did not like that. Because mm. what you're doing is you're like, 
what she has to say isn't relevant to, yeah. to the product. Yeah. You have a heel turn. Yeah. You don't have a lot of faces on the roster to begin with. Mm-hmm. I understand that she's kind of, like she's kind of monologuing. She's she's um it's not good, but let her get it out. Mm-hmm. Because this this has been a long time coming for her. Right. Don't just cut her off and go to commercial. Like I, I for me, I feel like that's mad um <sighs> amateur. Mm. Like super amateur. Mm. We've been expecting a a Britt Baker heel turn. I would have much rathered a Britt Baker heel turn attack as opposed to just a a verbal a verbal heel turn promo. Yeah, uh, it's more of a uh, a shock. <clears throat> excuse me, a shock factor as opposed to running down Shivani and the crowd. Problem is, how do you do that? Um, Who does she attack to solidify a heel turn? Because um, attacking Riho doesn't do that. Because then you could just write that off as well. You know she wants your title. What's the other, um, the other uh, Joshi girl that everybody loves right now? Shida, Hiroko Shida. Yeah. Attack Hiroko Shida. Attack Shida. I guess. I guess you could do that. She beats Shida. She attacks her after the match. Okay. My thing now. But then is, what's the motivation there? Why Shida? She's a Joshi girl. No, you'd have to present the relationship between Sheeta and Riho. Is Sheeta still the number one contender? Uh, Statlander was and she lost. I have no idea who is now. Where's their, their rankings? Is AEW rankings? Mm, I, I don't know, man. It's on Twitter, right? Um, I know they usually have it like on their own website. Okay, yeah, I have it. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's see. Riho, twenty twenty. How'd you pull that up? I have the men's. I have the men's division. Oh, ranking. Nyla Rose, number one contender, one and one. She is zero and one. Statlander's zero and one. Kong is fourth at one and zero, and Britt Baker's zero and one. Well, she's technically one and one now. Oh, so this is, must be as of Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So you have Britt Baker, who's uh, ranked number five in their in their rankings, mm-hmm. which I'm sure will change. Have her attack Statlander, or have her attack uh, Sheeta. And since Sheeta and Statlander are both zero and one, you would think that uh, Britt Baker is going to leapfrog them and go into the number two position, yeah. or if not number three. Yeah, makes sense. Because you have Ny- Nyla Rose, who's still going to be your number one contender, and you have Awesome Kong, who's not really. She she's not wrestling, but she's she wrestling, wrestle. you know? It's rough watching her wrestle. The woman can barely move. And she's such a good talent. Like, yeah, this is years, like a domineering woman. But years of putting that sort of impact on that body, and she's not a small body either. No, she's a heavy set girl. That's what I'm saying. Heavy gal. Heavy gal. Heavy gal. Sammy Guevara's 2 and 1 in 2020? As of Tuesday? Anyway, <laughs> look at our ranking as if we're not in the middle of doing a podcast. Uh, so let's 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 keep going down the the show. So next we have Jericho, uh, Jericho and in the Inner Circle as uh, uh, Santana and Ortiz, who uh, I always forget. I think it's Ortiz, the shorter one. Mm-hmm. He had his hair out, kind of like 
Afro Jace, mm-hmm. and couldn't help but get like 09, 2010 Jeremy vibes. I was like, man, we'd look like twins right now. I mean, I guess you and I are kind of like Satana and Ortiz. I'm Satana, I guess. How? I don't know. We're brown. <laughs> That's it. We have facial hair. That's enough. We're a tag team. You have long hair, Santana doesn't. Right, At so least Ortiz is crazy. I'm crazy. I'm he saying. has long hair. I have long hair. He has jacked up teeth. I have jacked up teeth. <laughs> We're both Puerto Rican. There you go. Puerto Rican, yo. I'm more No Way Jose. Yeah, because you're Dominican. So I'm Dominican. But, with but long you're Dominican and Guatemalan. Yeah. Not Dominican Puerto Rican. Guatemalans don't wrestle. They barely do anything. That's not nice. Other than like Celtics on the market your, and get, your people. get into like gang violence. Your people. So you had Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle come out facing what JR uh, alluded to as <laughs> the Jurassic Experience. The Jurassic Experience. Next week there will be the Jurassic Raiders. <laughs> and um, yeah. The Jurassic Machine. <laughs> Jurassic Machine. <laughs> what was their NXT name? War Raiders. War Raiders, oh, yeah. yeah. There are War Machine, then War Raiders, then Viking Experience, and now Viking Raiders. Yeah. War Machine. Is I was the gonna best. say uh, Jurassic War, but it doesn't. It doesn't mm, yeah. No. That's a reach. Uh, yeah. It's a Space Jam reach. That's a good one. That's a good this one. This is what I do. This is what I'm here for. Jericho comes out, and again, they're on the Jericho cruise. They're they're docked. Uh, I don't know if it's during the match or like throughout the night. But the AEW fans on that boat are yelling Amazing. at the other ship docked next to them. Amazing. Our ship's better. Amazing. And I'm just like, man, I wish the cruise that I was on, we had that same energy. We did not. The energy that this AEW crowd had on the, sh- on the ship was, in my opinion, second to none. Excuse me, where Jericho comes out. And as soon as the lyrics start to Judas, they're singing it. Bro, man, what I would give to have been part of that. Oh. Now, I don't know the uh, Judas lyrics uh, per se. Mm-hmm. I, if I hear it, oh, okay, that's Judas playing. Yeah, yeah. But what what's the... The, the, the not the British the chorus it, the, the chorus right the British the chorus mm-hmm. or is it like just the chorus? So, um, how does it go? Is it Am I Evil? No, it's not Emma Evil. That's, it's, that's, um, that's Metallica. Yeah, keep talking while I sing the song in my head. Give me a second. I'm trying to think of the song myself, <laughs> but I'm I can't hear it in my head. Everyone I've ever loved, I pushed them all away. The Judas in my mind. Yeah, I, that's yeah. We don't have the lyrics. I can't copyright. <laughs> and Jericho, you're not gonna sue us because we love you. We have one of the biggest Jericho fans here. Yes. By the way, where's my little bit of the bubbly shirt? You keep leaving it here. I I think my mother I put it. Away, I left it here once. I think my mother put it away with my clothes. I'll go look for it later. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> she brings it to my apartment now in the middle of the day and just like that is a B and E. Anyway, we're not talking about B and E. We're talking about Jericho and his fans and his legion of loyal supporters, myself and Thrill included. Wish yes. we wish we were there. Oh man! But they were singing. The entire song, even when they cut it off, they're still singing. So the bridge, so the the hook is, uh, what have I become now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved? I push them all away, and I have been a slave to the Judas in my mind. Is there something left for me to save in the wreckage of my life? My life, and it's a chorus. What's the chorus? 
I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming, I'm become, I'm become, I'm becoming Judas, the Judas in my mind. That's it. Okay. So they're they're literally yelling this, and Jericho and uh, Jake Hagar are eating it up. Of course. Eating it up. Of course. And going on to the match, I don't really like Marco Stunt. He's too small. But uh, I as, 100% agree with you. As uh, JR calls him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I hate that he calls him that. Luchasaurus, Jack, uh, Jack Perry, and Marco Sun had a very good showing. I'm I'm not a fan of Luchasaurus literally losing almost every three man like trios match that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, because how are we gonna say they're over as as Rover as, as Taz would say? 100% but, agree. Uh, uh, record makes a difference. I hundred percent agree with you. And Jurassic Ex- Express needs to stop losing matches. Mm-hmm. Understandable. It's the AEW champion and 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 Santana and Ortiz, and Marco Stunt ate the pin, which is fine, a- as safe as you possibly. If anyone's going to eat it, it's got to be Marco. Uh, but this was a very good showing for Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. And since AEW's birth, basically. Since their first legitimate pay-per-view and their first show, and and everything, Jericho has been their their flag bearer. Mm-hmm. But he's also done a very good job at bringing up younger talent. Yeah, like Jungle Boy, like Luchasaurus, like Marco Stunt, like Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Sky, and. Because that's Jericho's whole goal. I think Jericho even said that his plan was sign for three years, spend three years building the roster to have main event players that he doesn't have to be, and then leave. It's going to be a sad day when Jericho drops the belt. But we know that Jericho's going to drop the belt to something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be amazing and cathartic, and it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But you have Chris Jericho in the inner circle putting over but not putting over Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Again, I reiterate and I have to, like, I cannot stress this enough, Jurassic Express needs to start picking up more trio wins. I At agree. least uh, some Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy uh, wins in, in, in the tag division. I wish it would drop Jungle Boy. Um, um, Marco Stunt? Marco Stunt. It's not going to happen. I know. And it's funny because he was put there as a makeshift thing because what's his name got hurt? Luchasaurus got hurt. And Jungle Boy needed a tag partner. And that's it. Without that injury, it was just a boy and his dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And now they can't even do that anymore. Because a boy and his dinosaur and their friend. And their, like, small friend. And there's and their, you know, their flea. I don't know. And then you go throughout the rest of the night. MJF versus Joey Janela. Showing again... That Joey Janelle is not just a hardcore spot monkey. Yep. He can actually wrestle. Yep. MGF goes over. Makes sense. Safe booking. Makes sense. Works for me. He, he, don't let him lose momentum going mm-hmm. into his, his program with Cody. I agree. I'm fine with that. Yep. John Moxley, coming off of his U.S. title win at Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. facing Pac for the number one contender, uh, contender spot mm-hmm. for Chris Jericho's AEW championship. Moxley goes over because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Selling. Long-term booking. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, not exaggerating, but uh, keeping the injury going. Selling the whole uh, I, eye patch yep. thing. Because Jericho attacked them last week uh, uh, with, the, with the pen. Makes sense. Moxley going over. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. AEW, we were saying this uh, uh, two weeks ago. AEW's not really doing anything to hook us. Mm-hmm. This week, they did. Aside from uh, the Elite winning the tag titles, mm-hmm. f- for me, uh, alright, that and like the women's match was kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. Flawless show. Yeah. From 8 to 10. Once they get their ball rolling and they know where they're going, they they excel. Their their issue for me right now is what I'm seeing is they have an issue starting storylines. Mm-hmm. Yep. I but when they the start same. that storyline, it snowballs. I would say the same exact thing. Into something They seem bigger. to have an issue with restarting the machine. Mm-hmm. They get it going, they get it going, they get it pumped, we get to the show... Oh my god, it's amazing! And then start again. Uh, trip, trip, trip. Stumble, stumble, stumble. Get it going. For me, like, what happened to the SCU versus uh, Lucha Brothers thing? Like, it kind of fizzled out. It fizzled out. You could have had that program going on for a while for the tag titles. Yeah. And then had Lucha Brothers eventually uh, win the belts. Yeah. You didn't need elite the, the elite to do it, but commit to it. That's my thing. Don't do WWE. Don't don't insult well, our remember, intelligence. Remember, they they kind of reset for the new year. So no, that's that's why they're getting a little bit of leeway from me. Right. But don't insult my intelligence by by doing one thing and then the next week doing the other thing like WWE does. Don't don't piss in my boot and tell me it's raining. Exactly. Don't spit in the wind because it's gonna come right back to you. Right. I was thinking of an analogy. <laughs> NXT. Let's move on to NXT. Sure. In a... I was very disappointed by this episode of NXT, to be honest. It wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't the a good show. The booking for it, I'm not, a, I'm not about it. Okay. Let's go... Let's go to, the first match of NXT was the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Undisputed Era. Mm. The reigning tag team champions. Mm. The former... UK tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Are they the former tag team champions? Because it was like that's yeah. No, I thought um, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster were the tag. Not champions. the most recent, but at one point the Grizzly Young Vets were the tag titles. The I thought they were champions. the inaugural champions, and they dropped Something the belts, like and then uh, Gallus beat on Mark Andrews. Sounds all right. Very. Fun. I, I I don't watch UK, so who cares? Um, you're saying the wrong team won. I don't know if the wrong team won or if the wrong brackets were set up to begin with. Oh, we have spoke about this two weeks ago, that the, the bracket system for this uh, Dusty That's Classic what, was Because I don't like the horrible. finals. I don't like the finals. I, hold on. I don't like who's in the finals. That's what I'm saying. But I, I like the finals. I, how? What do you mean? I, how does that make sense? I like that the Grizzled Young Veterans are in the finals. Okay. I don't like that the bruise. The, the Broser the Broser weights are in the finals. Okay. I don't like makeshift tag teams. I don't like either of them being in there. Please explain to me why don't you like the Grizzly Young Veterans? I just don't like Grizzly Veterans. I just don't like them. You just don't like them. I just don't like them. Who do you want? Who would you rather in there? You can say Imperium. I'm gonna slap you. I would have much rather the Imperium versus UE. Imperium UE. The Broser Waves. Forgotten Sons. Time Splitters, Forgotten Sons. Uh, Those are the Young Vets. Morgan, Flash Morgan Webster, and what's his face? Mark Andrews. 
Was that everybody? Sure. I would have much preferred Imperium versus UE. Yes, because it leads into their Worlds Collide thing. Right. But. Or even Forgotten. I mean, we so much, we've we've beaten this dead horse. I'm not even going to talk about the Forgotten Sons. I'm not even going to talk about it because it's, it's, it's a dead issue for me now. I would have preferred Forgotten Sons in the finals is what I've been. Forgotten Sons versus the Broserweights. No. Forgotten Sons versus, not UE, because that. Time Splitters. Ooh, that'd be interesting. But WWE has to sell it. And they can't sell Time Splitters versus Forgotten Sons. It's not going to sell. Why not? Time Splitters are only relevant to, you know, us indie marks. Okay. And Forgotten Sons have not been built most to most be NXT, sexy. Most NXT fans are indie marks. I think you got to go with but Yui. Yui, if you're going to do something like Forgotten Sons, it's got to be something like Yui or the Broserweights. You need to have some sort of named cachet. In the finals. If you have UE versus Imperium, you basically get a, a rematch of Worlds Collide. Right. Next, next week is the finals. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they settle the, the, the dusty uh, trophy or whatever. I don't know, man. Like, I think about past Dusty Classic finals, and I just don't think this is going to match up. Uh, how, many, we, how many Dusty Classic? We have three, right? Three Dusty Classics. Uh, I mean, like, it was DIY versus Revival was two years ago, no? You're not matching that match. I'd take over Toronto. Okay, so our first first winners were uh, Balor and Samojo. Right. That was the first. That was the first. uh, Yeah, yeah. And that was a makeshift team. Right. Don't like that. Fine. Then you had Authors of Pain. Versus TM61. That was a good... I think it was a ladder match, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, sure. And then you had UE beat Authors of Pain uh, in 2018. Okay. And then you have Alistair Black and Ricochet beat the Forgotten Sons last that. year. I remember that. And okay. now you have the finals of the Broserweights versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. So you have literally a 50-50 split of um, makeshift tag teams and actual legitimate tag teams. Author of Authors of Pain and the Undisputed Era won their back to back, and then to uh, basically bookend, you had Finn and Alistair, um, Finn and Joe and Alistair and Ricochet uh, win the first and the most recent. DIY never made it to the finals. No. Do we have no DIY dropped the belts to the, Re- the revival, and that's when they turned. That's when Tommaso uh, Ciampa j- turned. Yeah. I don't know, man. DIY was so good. Hold on. DIY forfeit against the robot. They won by forfeit. Oh, they won by forfeit. So they advanced to the against Orthos okay, of Pain okay. and then lost by pinfall. Gosh darn glasses. I can't see anything. <laughs> okay. So, again, I would much rather... We have two tag... No, we don't have to say. We have one tag team and one throwing together tag team in the finals. Yeah. If you have the Broser way to win, it's a makeshift tag team winning two years in a row. I don't like that. They're going to win. You know that, right? I don't think so. You think the Grizzly Young Vets are being the Broser Raids? Are you nuts? I don't think so. It's not going to happen. You had, I mean, you had money on outside interference happen. by Imperium for them to beat. And you know what? You may be right, actually. The fans <sighs> love both Matt Riddle, Matt and, Riddle and, and Pete Dunne way too much for them to drop to the Grizzly Young Vets. Where the Grizzly Young Vets cut a promo the other day, focused entirely on Pete Dunne and ignored Matt Riddle entirely. Because that's the whole, like, UK thing. Exactly. It doesn't work. 
The Bruiser Weights are going to go over. Get out of here. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take the Grizzly Young Veterans. You're nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts. Whatever. And uh, we have Shayna Baszler back in action at uh, taking on Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart. Baszler wins because duh. Because duh. As we have alluded to earlier, the Bros Ways are taking on the Grizzly Young Veterans in the Dusty Classic. And in no surprise, your guy. Keith Lee. Uh, Limitless. That's right. Keith Lee. Be Roddy Strong. 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 For the North American Championship. Now, this upsets me a little bit because I wanted UE to be uh, uh, draped in gold. The prophecy has been destroyed. Exactly. But, Vince is high on Keith Lee. And it's only a matter of time until Vince is like, hey, have him relinquish that belt and let me bring him to the main roster so I can bury him. They'll ruin him. You know what the problem is? You know what my issue with this means? I'm sorry. My issue with with him winning is what it means. It means that Keith Lee will not win the Royal Rumble. He's not going to, though. But this is a now it's definite he's not. Yeah, all right. In the back of your mind, maybe I never happen. thought he was going to. But him losing means okay, definitely hundred percent done. Him winning. I'm sorry. Him winning the North American Championship means guaranteed hundred percent not going to happen now. If there's anybody believable to go against either Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, or Brock Lesnar, it's Keith Lee. Yeah. Or is it? Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick? Yeah. Drake Maverick, the guy who hasn't he's been Brock able Lesnar. to consummate his his marriage? Yeah. He's going to be Brock Lesnar with the hump. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Uh, Sp- Sp- Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud. I was like, I know it's something potato or something like that. It's something potato. So Keith Lee beats Roddy Strong for the a- NA Championship. Yeah. To everyone's delight. Because... Find me a soul. Even I, who was not big on Keith Lee, was happy that Keith Lee won the belt. Dude, his pounce is one of my favorite moves in all of wrestling. The only thing I, it's the only so reason ridiculous. I don't like the pounce is because I'm thinking of Monty Monty Brown when he was in TNA, and his move was a pounce. Okay, but but Keith Lee's pounce is insane. Monty Brown was a, a muscular juggernaut, okay. and Keith Lee is a giant man. Giant mountain. He's just a giant mountain. He's a mountain of man. And his pounces are always, like, half comical because of how they sell it. Like, when he did it to Adam Cole and he went, like, ten rows into the seats. Yeah. Oh, God. Pounce is amazing. I mean, Monty Brown's pounced somebody out of the ring, but he doesn't have the girth right. that Keith Lee has. Uh, SmackDown. Would you rather take oh. a pounce from Keith Lee or a, uh, a choo-choo train shoulder tackle from uh, Braun Strowman? I'd take a choo-choo train shoulder tackle from Braun Strowman because he doesn't generate that much speed. Yeah, but he's coming at you full speed. Yeah, but he kind of like kind of like half-assed, like just uh, here you go. Where Keith Lee puts his whole body into that like, pounce. He's like, oh, you're going to pounce. Like it's a it's a pounce pounce. Amazing, I love it. So I, I, I take. He's going to eliminate some of the Royal Rumble by a pounce. Absolutely. Oh my God, that'd be uh, great. Keith, Keith Slater. He's literally getting passed out. It's gotta be someone, yeah. Someone's gonna, it's gotta be someone light. Like Kalisto. No, 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 no not, Kalisto, not Kalisto. Not Kalisto. It's gotta be like a jobber. Uh, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, but they have to be light enough that they can pounce clear across 
the top rope. It's all about selling. Who cares? If 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 we're talking about like the perfect seller, Dolph Ziggler would be the perfect sell for this. Oh, for sure. Dolph will end up like in the nosebleeds. He'll find a way. He'd be in the section where we're going to be sitting at for AEW Dynamite. Yeah! We're going! See how I did that? So yeah! See what I did there? Missed out on Pearl Jam tickets, but we got AEW tickets well, instead. I don't like Pearl Jam, so... Well, you watch your dirty mouth. Well, they have the one song that I hate forever. Just because his name is Jeremy and the song is not about you. He killed himself in class. But it's not about you! But my name is Jeremy. Oh, my God. Well, right now my name is Shades, but who cares about that? <sighs> SmackDown, for me, again... This is a go-home show for SmackDown. And Maybe want to go home when I was home. Uh, we, we were trying so hard not to just watch the NHL like skills challenge. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, this is a go-home show, but you're doing your same nonsensical SmackDown shtick. It literally was the same thing that they've done pretty much every week. We had Bailey and and uh, what's her face just Lacey brawl Evans. for no reason. Just I mean, we, we had the early Usos uh, and Roman Reigns versus uh, King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and Jimmy then we thought that hurt. Jimmy got hurt, and we're like, oh wait, did he really get hurt? And then because um, the way he landed on the apron looked bad. and looked legit, yeah. And then Dolph attacked him and like kind of ran him into the pole into the stairs. Mm. And we're like, is he like legit hurt? And the referee's, and the referee's like, like, it's his knee, it's his knee, get some help out here. Oh like, oh, it's, a, it's a work. I was like, damn it, it's a work. That's a bad work because he's not limping, he's not alleviating the pressure off his leg or anything. It's just like, he's going to come here, he's going to come later in the match uh, and hot tag himself in. Yeah, and as soon as the they were like, oh, no, it's a handicap match. I'm like, no, it's not. He'll be back. Yeah. Because it's never a handicap match when they get fake. Injured. Continue continuing on in, in SmackDown, we had the Becky Lynch Lacey Evans f- uh, brawl that Bailey Bailey. What did I say? Becky Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. The Bailey, excuse me, segment that went through literally three segments. Their own their Lacey, their Lacey Al- Evans initial uh, choked up. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I want to show everyone it doesn't matter what lot in life you have. As long as you're determined, you can. doesn't matter what hands you're dealt. You make your own game. I was like, oh, shut up. Oh, my God. You, uh, bleh, bleh. Didn't I say that you were going to make fun of this segment? Bleh. Didn't I say it? Oh, my God. Didn't I say it? It doesn't. She, she took this card metaphor and spun it like seven times. It's like she read a Hallmark card and she's just like, yeah, that sounds good. Doesn't matter what, what it? doesn't matter what card you dealt. If you know how to play your hand, you can make your own game. I was like, that's not how that works. You can't show up to a poker table. Try, try that in Texas Hold'em, guys. Right, you can't show up at a poker table playing Texas Hold'em. Look at your cards and go blackjack. Like that's not how that works. This that's not how that works. Go fish. Oh my god, I can't stand Lacey. So, so during this segment, Lacey crying. gets attacked by Bailey, and then. They cut to break after, like, they're separated. And you have Dana Brooke and Carmella talking about the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Which gets interrupted by Lacey and Bailey continuing to fight. And you have Dana Brooke and Carmella breaking up the fight with uh, officials. And then you have a tag team match between Alexa Bliss... Well, but before then, the one funny part did happen where Lacey ever takes her shoe off. Oh, yeah, you, you, be, you thoroughly enjoyed I thought enjoyed that them. was hilarious. I don't know. I'm sorry. Just to be in the middle of a fight and decide, hold on, let me take my shoe off and start beating her in the head over it. 
I thought that's hilarious. I, I've been in plenty of fisticuffs, and never once did my me or the opponent. This wait, hold on, let me take my shoe off. That's what I'm saying. Shirts off, sure. Shoes off, never. That's because it's like you used to be allergic to shirts. It was insane. I was also skinny. Now I'm just like fat to lard. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so during their their backstage uh, interview with uh, insert random female interviewer here, right? They break up the fight. Then we get. Uh, Nikki and Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Fire and Desire who have now their own theme. No, they don't. No. It's not their own theme when you just take Sonya Deville's theme, play it for five seconds, and then play Mandy's theme for the rest of the way. With the like, blurry-type th- yeah. screen thing. Ugh. And uh, Thrill and I were just saying, man, I miss CFO. <laughs> what was it like, CFO dollar sign or something like that? CFO's, like, yeah, with a dollar sign. And it's like, they knew how to make a theme. At least make it work. Whatever they're doing now absolutely sucks. Before we can even get a, a, a proper women's tag team match, you have Bailey and Lacey Evans run into the ring, no contest, all the women start fighting, and I'm, and I'm like, what? Is going on with your hair over there? Attitude Era Jericho. You gotta go like, like a little bit more to this. It was more, more back. Oh, I'm there sorry. you go. That's that's there the Ayatollah go. right there. Ayatollah back. Oh, no, it's too forward now. You gotta. It's tough. Yeah, and my you, hair's you also need longer. Long, than you, you got the long chin hair also. Yeah, but yeah. Yours isn't blonde. My hair's is also longer than his was. No. My hair now was longer than his was when he debuted. Are you sure about that? Hundred percent. I've watched it debut a million times. You know what I actually watched recently? Uh, Owen Hart, Bret Hart um, ooh, in the Steel Cage match. That's a good one. Freaking phenomenal. That's match. a good one. Anyway, um, we have uh, Lacey and, and Bailey come down, interrupt the, the women's tag team match, and it gets called off to a no contest. And I'm sitting here looking at Thrawn, I'm like, are they going to start throwing each other over the top rope and then there's just one woman standing left? Like, is that, is that what trope, we're going to get? The again? usual trope. Yeah. We didn't get that, but it was still like, uh, we didn't need this. Right. I would have much rather a tag team match than a interrupted. I match. was looking forward to it, but I mean, you got to you got to clear the way for uh, Morrison versus who was it? Uh, was it Biggie? Because we kind of like Kofi. Kofi. Because we kind of like zoned out after this. Yeah. But the, my hair's longer than that. I can't see the glare. My hair's longer than that. No. <laughs> Looking at him like now, like not not now, but like old pictures of him like like actually muscular, mm. and looking at him now with his little like his bird chest. <laughs> his bird chest. It's horrible. He's got the Kofi Kingston chest. You leave Jericho alone. He is God. He is God. He is the. He is arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Like in my, I I think I took. Uh, who did I have in my, my Mount Rushmore? Do you remember when we were in the car going... Going Metallica? Yes. Yes. He was not on your top five. No, but I think he... He was in my top five. I think he jumped... I think it was AJ, Brett, Eddie, Kurt, Stone Cold, or... Yeah, that was your five. I think, I think he superseded Stone Cold. Oh, man... I listen. Listen to me. I love Eddie, 
And you know how much of an AJ's fanboy I am. Yeah. And a Bret Hart fanboy. I mean, and I love Kurt Angle, so there's no way that I'm going to I'd have thought him. Kurt would have been the slide. No, absolutely not. Because I know the other three are untouchable. AJ, Bret, and Eddie, for you, I know are untouchable. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love That's Eddie. your holy trinity for you. Yeah. But I, I love Kurt so much that... But over Stone Cold? Yeah. Well... You know why? Again, it's the whole technician thing for me. Yeah, but Austin was a great in-ring wrestler. I'm not saying he wasn't. But, I mean, Angle was a different monster. Yeah, yeah Angle's a whole different beast. Yeah, 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 you're right. So it's like... Fair enough. If I'm, if I'm interchange, like, they're interchangeable, it's got to be Stone Cold and, and Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho's like... I'm I'm on I'm on the uh, the Jericho train now, you know. Like I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Like it's it Jer- Jericho's the goat. Been saying it for years. He's not my number one. AJ will always be my number one. I ain't gonna argue that. But I mean, he's not my number one. But I can't argue with him being your number one. Like AJ's phenomenal. Pun very much intended. Very much intended. But uh, uh, we can go about our top five. We can have an entire. You know what? We should we should maybe think about doing a whole episode based on our. Top I was five just gonna say that. Five. You know, next. I think next week. No, 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 not next week. Why not? Anytime. You need time. Anytime. How about like the first week of March? I'll think about it. No, we're gonna do it. What is with you all of a sudden again? That's Sh- twice today. Sh- just Sh- just came, deciding came things. Can- Shades came back from Canada with a lot of BDE, and you know what BDE is. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I can't say it on the air. Mm. But Mr. Thrill. Yes. Royal Rumble is this weekend. Yes, it is. And Royal Rumble is the official start of the, the road, road to, to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So let's go through their very anemic. <laughs> their very anemic card. Well, actually, for a Rumble, this is not anemic because remember the match itself is going to be about an hour long. Uh, I would say the women's match probably going to be 45 and the men's 45 hour. to an hour. Yeah. Either way, you're talking about two matches taking about two hours of your time. Yeah, but we're talking about maybe two pre-show matches and I can almost guarantee... Well, the two-hour pre-show. And I can almost guarantee which sh- matches are going to be the pre-show. Oh, yeah. The uh, Okay, let's, 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 let's do this the right way. You want to go from the bottom up? Well, do you want to do our good seed, bad seed? Or do you want to do... Our prediction. Let's do our good seed, bad seed first, mm-hmm. and then we'll do our prediction. Okay. Because, you know, in professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And like shades, there are plenty bad seeds. <laughs> but no matter what, it all makes up the beautiful tree and garden that is professional wrestling. When, when will we graduate from tree and garden to forest? When we get more than, like, five listeners. <laughs> well, we're n- they're not playing the seeds. We're playing the seeds ourselves, man. Was it next year we'll get, we'll get to a forest? Maybe. We'll like see. Next, next WrestleMania season or something like that? As long as we can see the forest, you know. Before the trees? Exactly. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. You're, so, you're, you're such a loser. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> give me your give me your freaking good seats and bad seats, you loser. Um, let's see. My good seed for the week. I'm going to go with the ongoing execution of the hangman breaking away from the elite story. Okay. The way that they're executing that storyline is flawless right now. That's my good seed. Okay. Some of the booking around it isn't exactly perfect, Mm -hmm. but the execution of that story, Mm -hmm. to me, is flawless. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's my good seat. Uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm looking at the the uh, Roy Rumble like 
page right now, right. the Women's Battle Royal, yeah. and we never mentioned the whole, removing the whole women's... I thought, I, it came across, I don't know if you wanted to bring it up anyway. Well, we could bring it up a little, like, after. Okay, so seeds. we'll bring it up right before we go to predictions. Gotcha. Okay. So, my bad seed, I... Tessa Blanchard. Hmm. I, I mean, I could give it to Seth and Buddy Murphy, because that made me very upset. I, I could... I just... Tessa, baby girl, your head, your butt, remove them from each other. Please, get it together. Grow up. Mm -hmm. You make a mistake, you own up to it, you move on, you grow as a person. You don't start trying to dig up dirt on other people. Makes you look worse. Yeah, come come on, Tessa. Makes you look worse. Those Those aren't bad seeds. Those aren't good seeds. (laughs) <laughs> Those are just seeds. Talk to me about your seeds. Should I go good seed first? Yeah. I'll go good seed first. My good seed goes to the fans in attendance on mm. the Jericho Cruise. Yeah, yeah. And more specifically, showing Chris Jericho the champion. The love, the, the love and respect that he deserves. Nothing but love and respect that he deserves. Shoot, the bad seed should be the fact that we weren't on there. Um, we can go on days and days about like that. Mm. Singing his theme song and how how big time must you feel? Hmm. You're the champion of a brand new promotion. Your theme song is that of your own band. You are coming out to the theme song of your own band, the top champion of the new promotion, on your own (laughs) baller-ass cruise. It don't get no more... It don't get more goat than that. It's true. It's true. So so my good seed goes to Chris Jericho and the AEW fans that showered him in praise. Show enough. And eventually, maybe the Rumble, we will pop a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly! My bad seat also goes to AEW. (laughs) You didn't have to go far. Not at all. The production team on the cruise. Throughout the whole night, we understand it's windy in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. Next time, for God's sakes, put your commentary team in an enclosed mm, area mm, 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 mm. facing the product. I, I, I... When Justin Roberts talks, no wind. When 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 JR or Taz or Excalibur is talking, I was like, I, I, I can't. I, I cannot. Yeah. It, it was driving me insane how windy it was and how much uh, the microphones were picking up the wind. I was I was wondering where you're gonna go with that because I actually remember thinking during the first match in particular, I was like, "This is some of the best camera work they've done, ever." Their camera the, work the was crane was perfect, perfect. The, they were the doing cam- everything right, everything. Their I was audio, like, this camera work is top notch level. Their audio was amateur at best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amateur at best. Yeah, yeah. If you know it's windy, you're you're on the cruise all freaking day. If it's going to be windy, figure something out. Have them. Uh, backs to the wind and put a tarp or a, or a covering over it so the wind doesn't get picked up. Figure something out. You can adjust. Come on. That's 
Yeah. In my opinion, it's amateur, it's lazy, it's unprofessional. Fair enough. That's my bad seed. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, I mean, all in all, God willing, if if we get the money, I want to be on the Jericho Cruise next year. Gotta do it next year. The three up. Not the re-up. The three up. Let's do it. This is the third, man. Let's in February. It. Let's just make sure that, you know, the right people are involved. Stop throwing shade. No, it's, it's, the moon is out, not the sun. Don't throw no shade right now. Let's let's go back to that WWE gender thing. Come so on. okay, so real quick little um, tidbit. Yeah, I said tidbit in my head too. <laughs> um, you see what happens when we're away from each other for like a week. So on WWE backstage, Becky Lynch was talking about how she feels the word "women's" in the women's division and so on and so forth, holds back the women's division. Coincidentally, or not, on this week's episode of NXT, I noticed, I thought it was a weird coincidence that I had noticed, and then everyone mentioned it, That like all the YouTubers and, and podcasters that I listen to and watch also mentioned it. The word women's has been dropped from referencing NXT's top championship in their women's division. Throughout the entire show, they only refer to it as the women's champion. I mean, that's the NXT championship. Io Shirai has her eyes set on the NXT championship. Candice LeRae, or Tony Storm, wants uh, Rhea Ripley's NXT championship. Bianca Belair is the number one contender. For the NXT championship. So I thought maybe that was kind of just like a fluky thing that I kind of caught maybe didn't catch. But apparently this is something that has been picked up by a lot of people, and it may be the new standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm intrigued as to whether or not this is going to be across all brands. And furthermore, on Raw and SmackDown, it's easier to do it because you have them called the WWE Championship. It's the WWE Raw's Women's Championship and the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Right, and then the top men's belts are the WWE Championship Universal. Yes. So if you strip the Raw, I mean the, the gen- women's... The gender title from you. You're fine. Because you can still be the WWE Champion and the Raw Champion, the Universal Champion and the SmackDown Champion. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just have to understand that that's what that is. But for NXT and NXT UK... How do you then delineate between their top title and Adam Cole title. and Rhea Ripley? Yeah, who's what champion? And that's the issue that I have with the whole like removing the whole the gender thing from at least NXT. Um, you can't have something called two titles called the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, the main roster. I mean, I know that NXT's main roster, but. The main roster can get away with it, like you said, with Raw and SmackDown. Um, On their website, they're still listed as the NXT Women's Champion, WWE Women's Tag Champion, Raw Women's Champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, NXT UK Women's Champion. So they're still... On WWE's website, they are still officially labeled as women's. It could be a slow build to this. It could Could be, be. But... In my opinion, I think you need to keep it gender neutral. Um, it doesn't matter if a woman's going for the the, the men's. You want time. to be gender neutral? Yes. Okay. You don't want gender specific. 
Well, I'm sorry. I wanted gender specific. I wanted yeah, women's go. championship. There's no such thing as the WWE men's heavyweight championship. You know, it's the heavyweight championship. If, uh, for instance, a Becky Lynch wins the WWE, uh, is the WWE championship. It's not the heavyweight championship anymore. Is the mm-hmm. WWE championship? She's the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. There, there doesn't need to be uh, gender specific mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the women's championships need to be gender specific because it um, differentiates between, at least for NXT's sake, the top main men, men versus the top, versus the top women. women's. Yeah. Um, and then the tag, the women's tag titles. You have the Raw women's, the, the Raw tag titles, and the SmackDown tag titles, and you have the WWE tag titles. Mm. That kind of works. I I don't like taking it away because. For me, it's more impressive if a woman is the woman's champion and she goes and wins a mid-card belt or a, 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 a main card, main title, you know? Mm-hmm. A la Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. She was a knockout champion. Mm-hmm. She's now their, their impact champion. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no reason to differentiate it. We know that she's the Impact Champion. If Becky right. wins the WWE title, she, we know that Becky's the WWE Champion, the right. Universal Champion, so on right. and so forth. We don't need to differentiate so much where it's just like, oh, uh, we're taking away the the gender specificity, I guess. Is, yeah. is that a yeah. word? Yeah. Um, so, me, I'm against it. I would, I would much rather them keep the Women's Championship and... Also, if you take away... The gender. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna have Velveteen Dream because he's you know androgynous or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Go for the women's championship. Like, how does that make sense? So there's two things here that kind of WWE needs to figure out if they're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. If you're going to remove the gender specificity of the titles, then you then kind of have to remove gender specific divisions. Are you ready to have Becky Lynch have a one-on-one match with Brock Lesnar? I don't think they are. Are you ready for Drew McIntyre to go one-on-one with Carmella? If you're not ready for intergender matches, then you're not ready to have titles that don't have gender-specific names. Unless... You want to then go the way of boxing and MMA and have weight divisions because in UFC, there's no women's UFC championship. It's bantamweight or well, whatever. Well, there's the women's bantamweight championship because there's a bantamweight division in the, in the UFC, but there's the uh, strawweight division, which is a right. women's division. Cause but no I've never heard them refer to it as the women's bantamweight division, the bantam division, the bantamweight champion, blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, no, she's, she's the bantamweight champion. Right. But when there's a fight, it's the women's bantamweight division. Like, it, like right. when they're describing the, the fight. But the belt itself. Is, she's just the bantamweight champion. Exactly. But the problem with that is WWE will then pigeonhole themselves to weight classes, which professional wrestling, we've all learned, we don't want that. We don't want that, yeah. I mean, New As Japan fans, does, we don't want New that. New Japan does a good job at balancing it, but right. we don't need that. Like Right. As wrestling fans, we don't like weight divisions because it eliminates the idea of our, of our favorite wrestler... Maybe getting that top belt. Will Ospreay, for example. Perfect example. He's a junior. 
And you would much rather see him in the heavyweight division. I would love to see him, you know, fighting for the, the IWGP heavyweight championship. So, unless they're ready to do that, you can't do this. Yeah. Because, like you said, I'm sure there's delineation stuff. How to who's who, what's what. And I understand that in terms of, like, gender... I don't want to say neutrality. But um, in terms of, like, respecting all genders and whatnot... Oh, well, how come you don't call it the men's title, but we have to call it the women's title? I get it. I totally get it. I promise. I get it. But then you have to figure out the logistics. It's like when we were talking before about the uh, the whole Astros fiasco. Mm. Everything sounds great on paper, but you have to figure out the logistics. Mm. If the logistics don't make sense, you can't do it. Mm. If you can't find out the logistics of removing the women's label from these titles, then you can't do it. And the logistics include, will men now be able to compete with these women for whatever title? Will these women be able to compete with these men for whatever titles? What does it mean to be that champion versus that champion? All of that stuff. These are all things you have to think about when you consider whether or not you're going to remove the word women's from these championship titles. Also, let's use the word run, for instance, because we're about to get into our predictions. Right. A woman wins the, their female Royal Rumble. What if they want to challenge for the WWE Championship? I mean, there needs to be a line to a point. Yeah. If you want to have it all open, cool. Have it all open. But then have it all open. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And they're not into the whole... uh, WWE's not about it. They're not into the intergender matches because the whole uh, uh, domestic violence against women and so on and so forth. What is that? The... Where's Eagle on a white strap? Mm -mm. No, thanks. Mm. I, I'm more of the uh, yellow strap with like Ultimate Warrior, the purple strap. Other than that, no, pass, hard pass. What are all these new like fashion style belts? Uh, some of them are like uh, the Undertaker, like Phenom belt. No, the other one's like, like uh, the other one was like a like a Hulk Hogan type belt. It's not even worth it. There's a Bret Hart one also. Yeah, uh, Matt asked, uh, Bizzle asked me. He's like, "Hey, you gonna get this?" It's like, not a chance. So let's go to, to the Royal Rumble 2020 predictions. The road to WrestleMania. From Minute Maid Park. As of... Hold on, let in me... In Houston, Texas. And the Cheaters, Minute Maid Park. This Sunday. Eight matches so far. There's... It's very possible that they're going... They can add. Uh, we're going from eight to one because the men's and the females Royal Rumble matches are one and two. Correct. Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo for the United States Championship. My no-brainer, Andrade wins. Andrade wins. You're agreeing? Yes. Second match of the night. Bailey versus Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Championship. I'm going Lacey Evans. Is there a good day? SmackDown Championship. Smackdown Smackdown Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going Bailey. I'll, I'll, I'll go against you and go Lacey Evans this time. Oh, no. I hope not. I hope not also, but... Ugh. I feel like we've been too we've been too on the same page for the last time. You done? Yeah, my daughter. I was in the Marines. Seamus taking on Shorty G and probably what's going to be another pre-show match. Yes. Seamus, no brainer. So sad. So true. Shamus. Next, oh god, I don't want to watch this match. In a false count anywhere match, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Ugh, 
Uh, I, I got the big dog winning this match. Big dog. I don't want him to win, but if he doesn't, then that means that the storyline continues. Corbin's beat him in the last two pay-per-views. He needs to win this one. All right, let's go, Roman. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Raw Championship. Lock. Lock. Becky Lynch. Easy. Becky Lynch is a lock. Easy. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match the for Fiend. the Universal Championship. The Fiend. Hmm. Interesting that you would go with The Fiend because I am also going with The Fiend. I don't know. I got what am I going to do? The 30 women Royal Rumble match for the number one contendership for the championship at WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania! I'm um, going Shayna Baszler. Get me. And I'm going. I've Didn't got, we both? I know I like said it on the show a while ago. Months ago. Yeah, I declared it a long time months ago that Shayna was going to win this. Um, it's either Shayna Baszler or Ronda Rousey, and I'm going Shayna Baszler. I'm going Shayna Baszler. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was Ronda Rousey. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Nia Jax. Yeesh. And the men's Royal Rumble, 30-man Royal Rumble, for the number one contendership of the World Championship of their choosing at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa Bay. We're on the street. is going to be Roman. If it's going to be Roman, then he has to lose to Baron Corbin early in the night. So we'll kind of figure out where that's going. Um, I hope it's not Roman. I don't know. I'll go with Drew McIntyre. So you're going with my pick last year. Yeah. It's got to happen eventually. I, I, I'm going to go with the safe bet, and I'm going to go big dog Roman Reigns. Ugh. He's going to win twice. Sickening. Twice at the Royal Rumble. Sickening. And that is our picks for the Royal Rumble 2020 pay-per-view. Live from Minute Maid Park, home of the Houston Astros. This Sunday. Careful, they might steal your signs. This Sunday, January 26th. So, Mr. Thrill? Sir, I, I think that that, that wrap, just about wraps up this episode of Grapple Styles. Does it? I, th- I think so. Well, in that case, thank you for listening to us on SoundCloud.com. Search Grapple Styles. Search Grapple's the number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you can be on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out on our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because, baby, that's who I is. Joined by the once missing, but now found, once Canadian bound, but now back in town. The man of the hour, man with power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, Shades. Don't forget to check us out this week, this weekend, and every other week. Because an apple a day, bad wrestling away. Peace and love.